Welcome to the program. My name is Rick Renner, and usually I'm seated in another set in our studio. But right now, I'm here with Denise, with Paul Renner, and Joel Renner, and we are in an emergency situation in our part of the world, and we really need your help. And what we're going to do today and every day this week, we have never done in our ministry, but we are really appealing to you to please do something to help us right now. I know that you're sitting in front of your televisions and you're watching what's happening on the news and your ears are filled with the sounds of war. And actually, Jesus prophesied that in Matthew chapter 24. I'm going to show that to you in just a few moments. But you know, for years, events have been happening all over the world. We just never dreamed it was going to happen in our backyard. Now, many people are writing, they're calling, and they're saying, are you all all right? They've heard that the U.S. Embassy has urged all Americans to leave Russia. So people are asking, are you going to leave Russia? And many, many people are saying, what do you need right now to minister to people. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I want to say, look at us. Do we look all right? We're good. We are in peace. The peace of God rules our heart, not panic and not the news. Yeah. We're not moved by news. We're moved by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. Amen. You need to be moved by the Word and by the Spirit. And we're absolutely in peace. Mm -hmm. We're safe. And as far as leaving Russia, where would we go? We're not missionaries here. We've lived here so long that when we come see you, we feel like we're missionaries there. This is our home. We just celebrated our 30th anniversary here. And from this base, we're reaching people all over the world. You don't run away from your post when things get difficult. This is our post. And the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy Chapter 4, verse 2, you stay at that post when times are good and you stay there when times are bad. Do it in season and out of season. And my friends, this might not be the best time, but it's our time. And we are very, very needed right here, right now. And no, we're not going anywhere. This is where we're called. And because of how we have built our ministry in this part of the world over 30 years People right now are reaching out to us by the ten thousands. Now, some people say, what is your political position about all of these escalating events? I refuse to have a political position. We do not represent any government. We represent the kingdom of God. And for 30 years, Denise and I and our family have wrapped our arms around Russian-speaking people, around Ukrainian-speaking people. We have started churches all over this territory. We have churches and relationships with people all over these regions, and we love them all. We have, in this part of the world, not including your part of the world, more than 200 employees. You may not have known that our ministry was that size. We have 200 employees that are ministering in churches, we have 200,000 church members online. It takes a lot of people to minister to 200,000 people online. And a lot of our employees are in Moscow and they are in Kiev. Kiev, which is the center of a lot of escalating activity right now. And I've been on the phone with Kiev every day talking to our team. And guess what our team is doing? They're hiding 
but remotely, they're working. This is not a time to stop working. All hands on deck, our precious team, remotely, undercover, are online answering the letters and the prayer requests that are pouring into our ministry, doing everything to make sure that the teaching of the Bible keeps going out, 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 out at this very moment. It is so needed. And if you look at the statistics, I just saw them yesterday. The number of viewership in the past week has just skyrocketed because people are sitting in basements, they're sitting in subways. They're sitting in little shanties and little dotches out in their country with their mobile devices looking for the Word of God. And guess what? Here's the Word of God. We're broadcasting into all of those spaces and they're reaching out to us. And what is totally amazing to me is of the 10,000s of prayer requests which we're receiving, which all eventually come here to Moscow, the vast majority of them are coming from people in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. People in Ukraine are reaching out to us because they don't see us as Moscow. They don't see us as Americans. They see us as that ministry that's been feeding them for three decades. And they know they can trust us. And right now, we really need your help. Now, we've never done this, not ever in our ministry. And you know that we're not a ministry that just makes a lot of emotional appeals but my friends, there really is a need right now. People have been displaced from their homes in every direction. More than 100,000 refugees have fled east of Russia. That 100,000 are now living in tents and camps. That includes 30,000 children. More than half a million have left the west of Ukraine and all over the central part of Ukraine, people have hit the deck or they have fled. They have left their homes. They are displaced. We're talking about brothers and sisters in Christ, our brothers and sisters. And right now they need our help. And I'm appealing to you to help us to help them. Mm -hmm. And I promise you that anything that you do right now will absolutely be used as we say that it will be used. And here on the set in front of us today, we have an example of what we want to do. Joel, tell us, what is this? First of all, this is a relief package. And we have put together an example of what we want to send people. And each box contains 20 meals. And each box is $60. And it can send people 20 meals. So it's around $3 a meal. And I have to tell you, people right now need physical needs. They need their needs met. And it's very important for us to be there. We're believers. We believe in peace. Jesus said, peace be with you. And we're believing for peace. But also, we need to meet people's physical needs. We've been doing this for years, helping people with their physical needs. But this is special. This is really special. So, Joe, you're saying that if somebody gives $60 right now today, they can provide an entire box that has 20 meals. That's right. And if somebody doesn't have enough money to give $60, can they just give per meal? It's about $3 a meal. Is that you correct? Just, you can donate to our ministry, become a partner, and send $3, and you will feed someone a meal. And what's in these boxes? Let's, let's talk about it. Joel, show me what you have there. We want to send people canned food. Canned food. Here's some fish. Here's some pork. We want to send people, uh, this is what we call gechka, or we also going to send people macaroni mm -hmm. and rice. We're also going to send people blankets. And Paul, I think you have a few things, but we want to meet people's needs. Soap, personal hygiene items. You know, you might say, oh, it sounds so minimal. Well, just imagine if you left your house with nothing but the clothes on your back, 
and you didn't have any of these items, and suddenly it was delivered to you, your heart would be so filled with thanksgiving. And not only are we going to bring these things to meet their physical needs, but we're including a Bible. We're including my book on repentance so that if these boxes come to somebody that's never been saved, they're going to open their hearts. We're believing for a revival to come through these boxes. And we're also including the plastic-coated copy of the 91st Psalm because people right now need to cling to the promises in the 91st Psalm. And Denise... I see what you've got in your hands. Well, I have a blanket in my hand, and, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking about those mothers, and I'm thinking about their children. You've probably seen the pictures also. And a mother's heart, how she wants to take care of her children. And I was just thinking if she, if she didn't have a blanket, how that would be such a comfort and a, to her that she could put that around her child. And, and, you know, you think, well, what's a toothbrush and what's a, a toothpaste? Well, if you don't have it, it's a lot. And mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 31, verse um, 20 says, and this is particularly to women, because I think women, we understand women. We understand being a mom. We understand. We just care so much for our children. I know that if you're a mom listening to me right now, you care so much for your children. And listen to this. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. And this is an opportunity from your home to do something for that precious mom that's in such a dire situation of not knowing what to do with their life and how to provide for their family and where's the next meal coming from and how's my child going to be warm and and how are we going to make it through this? And then when you receive something from someone, you know in your own heart that when you've been in trouble and somebody called you or somebody sent you something, it, it encouraged you. It said, somebody is there. Somebody is listening. And that's what this is all about, is try to get that to them, that there's hope, there's help, that God cares, and this is going to help them. And for just $60, you can provide 20 meals. If you can't give $60, it's $3 a meal. That's a powerful, powerful thing. Just to reach beyond your world into the world of somebody who's really, really suffering right now. And my friends, people are really suffering. People are trying to get across borders. They're running for safety. They're hiding underground. It's such an amazing time. And to think that God has positioned us as a family. We are uniquely positioned to know more than you know. You see it by the news. But we're on the phone with the people that are experiencing all of this, and we live here where all of these developments are taking place. And my friends, we are uniquely positioned by God to do something about it. We can make a difference, but we can only do it with you. And by the way, we're working with a whole group of churches to distribute all of this aid to people that are in need. Isn't that wonderful, Paul? It's wonderful that we can get involved when people need it the most. And I'm so grateful that we can do it together. Right now, it's, it's almost like we're 
a bridge between the desire of your heart to get involved or to do something, if you're praying about something, if you're praying about the situation, if you're watching the news, if you're thinking, what can I do to help? You can help us help these people. They need your help now. This is a very personal and a very sensitive situation for all of us. Absolutely. The majority of people in the Moscow Good News Church have relatives in the Ukraine. Most of us have friends or people that we speak to regularly. I've been on the phone every day with people in Kiev that are experiencing very trying times, to say the least. Very trying times. And so we want to do everything we can to support them, uh, support people on both sides of this situation so that they can experience God's help and answers to their prayers. You can be an answer to someone's prayer today. You know, in the book of Jude, Jude says, and of some have compassion, making a difference. I love that verse. Mm. And the word compassion is the Greek word Elios. I have to throw a Greek word in here because it's <laughs> But the Greek word Elios is the word for pity. But, you know, just pity by itself, it doesn't do anything for anybody. You can sit around and say, oh, that's just so bad. That's just so pitiful. It doesn't do anything. But the word Elios, the word compassion, is the same word used to describe the compassion of God. It is a compassion that is driven to action. It doesn't just do something, see something. It has to do something. And that's why Jude translates it, and if some have compassion, making a difference. It's not enough just to look at the news and say, that's just terrible. That is just terrible. You can say that all day and it will not change anything. You can pray and you can do something financially right now to make a difference in somebody else's life. And if some, the Bible says, have compassion, making a difference. And that's what we're asking you to do. And guess what? Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17 says, He who lends to the poor lends to the Lord, and the Lord will repay him. It is a promise that when you reach out to those that are in critical need, God will get involved in meeting your needs. Amen. That is a promise. And you can give right now by giving us a call, or you can go online. Paul? I see you have your book in your hand. Signs I do. you'll see just before Jesus comes. Signs you'll see just before Jesus comes. And in this book, we talk about events that are going to occur just before Jesus comes. And one of them is wars and rumors of wars. That is amazing. And by the way, we want to give this book to you today. If you'll reach out to us right now, we'll get it right in the mail to us or go online. You can get yours. We just want to sow it into your life because we're living at the end of the age and we need to know what Jesus had to say about what was going to happen just before he comes. And we would love just to sow this into your life. But I want to show you one thing that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, where he talked about wars and rumors of wars. Listen to this. The word rumors in Matthew 24, 6 is from the Greek word used to describe an ear. Listen to this. And by using this word, Jesus lets us know that a last day's generation will live with an ear full of news and information about warring events that will escalate around the world. It is amazing how accurate Jesus was 
about end time events. And I want to give this to you. All you have to do is give us a call or go online right now. And by the way, when you reach out to us, let us know how to pray for you. But I have to mention one more thing that we need your help. Something else very serious. (laughs) We're living in such interesting times. You know, there's an old Jewish proverb that says, oh, to not live in interesting times. (laughs) Well, we are really living in interesting times. And there's been a barrage of sanctions which have come against Russia. I mean, these sanctions are coming against Russia so fast. It is changing by the hour and sometimes it is changing by the minute. Our heads have been spinning with all the changes and we've been in nonstop meetings about how to navigate and maneuver through all of these new restrictions that are being put on Russia. And as a result of all of these things happening, guess what? The ruble is collapsing. We're having a collapse of our economy. The stock market is collapsing. Interest rates yesterday went from 95 to 20% in a single day. And the prices of building materials are just skyrocketing off the charts. And that's bad for us because we're in the middle of finishing our new TV studio. In our TV studio, it's not about a building. Mm -hmm. You know who we are. We're not about buildings. We're about the Word of God. That's what we do. That's what we've given our life to, producing teaching that people can trust. And that's why right now, 10,000s of people in this part of the world are reaching out to us. It's because of what we've done on TV and media and the studio which we're building is an anchor for the ministry of the Word of God in this part of the world. It is an anchor, and it's essential that we finish it as fast as we can before the prices double, and I'm not kidding you when I say double. The building's already up. It's up. I'm so excited about it. It's got windows. It's got doors. It's got a roof. Now we need to buy all the materials to finish the interior, and those are the materials that are skyrocketing in price. You can go online right now. You can give a gift to help us finish that studio so we can keep the Word of God flowing, flowing, flowing into homes all over the world. And when people turn on their gadgets and their devices and their televisions and the Word of God comes streaming into their spaces, you can know it will partly be because of what you did Mm -hmm. to make it come to them. That is so powerful. You hear me quote all the time, Ecclesiastes 8, 4, where the word of a king is, there's power. There's power in the word of God. And when we broadcast the word of God into those homes, it drives out darkness and it brings hope. And we have to finish that studio. So right now we have two major issues. Number one, we need to get relief to people. That's right. This is priority number one. That's right. We need to finish that building as quick as we can before prices are just escalating beyond belief. And by the way, it's already happening. It's already happened. Just yesterday, we were at a bank trying to figure out how to deal with issues. It's like a run on the banks. People are just in a state of panic because the economy is collapsing. But we're not in a state of panic. And by the way, some people have said, do you still have the ability to receive funds? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We're not having a problem. And if you give, the money will come for us to provide this relief and the money will come for us to finish that studio and keep the word of God going out all over this part of the world. Paul? I'm so grateful for your teaching in the book, Just Before Jesus Comes. 
because we, we started talking about these things way before the COVID uh, pandemic. And then when COVID hit, we all said, look at it. Jesus warned us. He said that these things would be happening. And at the very beginning of the COVID pandemic, we said, this is just one of the waves or the birth pains. I really, I didn't think that the next birth pain was going to be, would come this quick and be literally in our backyard. In our backyard almost. That took me personally a little bit off guard. But as soon as you begin to understand that Jesus warned us about these things, all of a sudden you get peace. Now, just like we're sitting here together on the couches today, last night I got my family together, sat down on the couch, and I just simply asked my kids, what have you heard about this situation? Because they're connected to social media, they go to school, they talk to their friends, they have teachers, their, teach their teachers are sharing their opinions, kids are sharing their opinions with each other. I just sat down on the couch and talked to my kids, and I listened to them. I didn't even comment. My oldest son, he shared his opinion. William, Anya, Cohen, Abby, my wife shared her opinion, Polina. They just shared their opinions with each other. And then when it was all done, I didn't share my opinion. I opened the Bible and I opened to Matthew chapter 24 and talked about rumors and rumors of wars. And then I talked about nation on nation and kingdom on kingdom. And then we opened 2 Timothy chapter 3, where it says that, that we'll see trying times. Oh, just go through the Bible and talk about it. And then you we know, talked about protection after you know, that. When you know the Bible, it really gives you an anchor. Yes. Because you're not surprised by anything. It's just the season that we live in. Embrace the season. That doesn't mean we enjoy it. But when you know you're anointed for your season and you're anointed for your season. Amen. Hey, look at us. We are anointed. This family is anointed to do what we do. We're anointed to be here. I find the question almost amusing. Are you guys going to get out of there? Where in the world would we go? First of all, the whole world is messed up. Can you find one part of the world that's not messed up morally or messed up politically or messed up financially? There's nowhere to run in these days. The best place to be is in the Call will of God. God. The will of God. And we're in the will of God, Denise. We are in the will of God. And I just wanted to say again, you're anointed to be where you are. You're going to make it through this. God's spirit His I mean, what Jesus did for us to get his spirit inside of us, the price he paid. And that spirit inside of you is a resurrection power and an overcoming spirit. There's an overcomer on the inside of you. And we're going to overcome. We are anointed for this time. And Denise, we can do something practically to help people right now by providing this box of relief. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful to think that for $60, you can provide 20 meals for somebody who really doesn't know right now where their next meal is going to come from. That's right. People hiding in basements, people that have run into the country, people that have gone to the east, they've gone to the west, they're living in tents, they're living in camps, they don't know if they're ever going to be able to go home again. And we can step in and say, hey, here is something from the gospel with a Bible, with a book about how to get saved, and a plastic-coated copy of the 91st Psalm that they can cling to. It is just so powerful. And we can all be a part of this. Mm -hmm. If you can't give $60, 
then just give what you can give. Go online. There'll be very clear instructions about how you can give or give us a call. We'll walk you through it and we'll pray with you. We'll pray with you. The Bible again says in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17, he who lends to the poor lends to the Lord and the Lord will repay him. This kind of giving will cause God to get involved with you on a brand new level. And remember, compassion is not something that just sits around and says, oh, it's just so pitiful. That is just so pitiful. I mean, think about that. How merciless is that? Just to sit around and say, that is just so pitiful and do nothing about it. When we can do something about it, we can do something about it. And that's the way we feel. We feel like we want to do something about it. And we want to help as many people as possible. That's why we're talking to you. You know, we can do our part, but we need your help too. And if we work together, we can help more people. Paul, this is the time to do it. We're here to do it. We're here to help people in need. And when we help people with the basic needs, they open their heart up for something else. Oh, we're believing for a revival to come. That's right. I was talking to someone yesterday about it. Revival. That's the next thing that's coming. Revival. But you know, on the screen behind us, it says emergency situation. We need your help. The reason that's on the screen is because this really is an emergency situation. Now, if you followed our ministry for decades, then you already know you have never, not one time, ever heard us do what we're doing right now. We've never done it. But we're doing it today because this really is an emergency situation and we really do need your help. So please give us a call or go online. And by the way, when you reach out to us, let us know how to pray for you. We're not going to let you give without us praying for you. We want to really pray for you. And if you can't give, reach out to us anyway. We want to pray for you. And remember that right now, we're offering you this book, Signs You'll See, just before Jesus comes for free. All you have to do is go online or give us a call. We'll get it right to you. You know, really, to me, this is like an electrifying book. Because when you read it, it's like, wow. Wow, wow, you got to be kidding. Jesus said this, Jesus said that. We know that it's time for us to lift our heads because very soon our redemption is drawing nigh. Denise? And that's what this means, Rick. I mean, these things that are happening, yes, they are not very pleasant, and yes, they're difficult, but Jesus said, when you see these things happening, lift up your head. Look up. Look up because your redemption draws nigh. And really, that's our ultimate hope is to be with Jesus someday. It's coming soon. Joel, now I want to ask you, please pray for us. Please pray for peace. The Bible says that prayer of righteous men avails much. So let's stay righteous in our actions and words, and let's pray for peace. Amen. Amen. Well, This is just the first day of the week. We're going to be back tomorrow and we're going to continue talking about what's happening on the ground here. We want to bring you up to date. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now for people that have been displaced. We particularly pray for your people, your covenant people that are clinging to your promise. Mm. And you are going to be so faithful. Mm. We thank you for our own team who remotely are working, but they're working nonstop to minister to 10,000s of prayer requests that are coming to us right now. And Lord, we pray that our team will be anointed to respond like first responders 
first responders to this emergency situation. And we thank you for this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. And everybody said, Amen. 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 It's been so good to be together, guys. We've never done this before. No. But we're going to be back tomorrow. Me, Denise, Paul, and Joel. And we look forward to being with you. Please ask somebody to join us for a fresh update tomorrow. Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at runner.org. Also, please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.